I'm H. Jerry Lawson from Miracle Center for Spiritual Living in Cleveland Heights, Ohio. Our podcast is called Dynamic Living, The Transformative Power of Miracles, and this is Episode 3. We will tell you how we tap into the transformative power of miracles by using the science of mind. I am a licensed religious science practitioner at Miracle Center for Spiritual Living. We religious science practitioners pray for our church center and, of course, for our second shut-ins. We use our science of mind training to pray affirmatively and effectively. Today, Reverend Teresa Slusher, a staff minister at Miracle Center, will be sharing how her husband got acquainted with using the science of mind. She will be telling you how she used the science of mind in this unique situation. But anyway, I'll let her tell you. Thank you, Jerry. Um, You know, I'd like to start off by saying that the study of the science of mind philosophy encompasses and embraces life and how life works. If you have ever wondered about life in general or your life specifically and have been looking for a guidebook, you will find it in the teachings of Ernest Holmes, known as the science of mind. Science of Mind is a compilation of ancient teachings of many spiritual teachers that include Jesus, Buddha, and many more. The beauty of this teaching is that it is simple. But you might want to ask, who ever taught you that life had to be complicated anyway? I know we love to complicate things. We like puzzles and mysteries. We like challenges and contests. And this is how our human psyche is wired. How did we get wired this way? This is a topic that is worthy of exploration, but we will not explore this right now. For if we do, we will be talking all day about consciousness, awareness, and perceptions, which all operate on different levels and belief systems. I like to think of this aspect as the many parts of the whole. For instance, All of the peoples are the many parts of ultimate consciousness, God, supreme knowing. That is the whole. What I want to explore is just how simple life is. In truth, life is simple. In actuality, life is simple. If this is so, how do we get to the simpler side of life, you might want to ask? You know, decide where we find enjoyments and pleasures that feed the soul and not just the body. The place where we can let go of anxieties, doubts, and fears. Science of Mind teaches that we can actively engage our mind in creating change in our life using prayer and meditation to heal or release unwanted conditions, increase our self-awareness and self-confidence. Basically, we can say thoughts become things. Out of the invisible thinking, we learn to manifest desired conditions. So, if we have apprehensions, dreads, or worries about situations and conditions in life, I will then be filled with anxieties and fears. And if I practice faith and trust and positive outcomes in my life, then I can get more of that good. It was Jesus Christ who taught us that it is done unto you as you believe. 
The essence of the whole teaching of science of mind is universal energy, mind, intelligence, spirit that is moving through us and expressing through us as us. That we are conscious and individualized centers and that our mind, our intelligence is that universal mind and that this universal mind, this intelligence functions at the level of our concept and perception of it. I will tell you a story that I hope will demonstrate the power of the mind operating in faith having strong convictions that influence conditions in life. My husband, Robert, has given me permission to tell his story. When he was a young boy, he didn't have a religious upbringing. But one day he was asked to go to church at around the age of 10 or 11, and he was introduced to a Baptist church. While he was there, he saw people putting money into a basket week after week. After the people put money into the basket, they would go up to the front for a short bit of wine and a piece of bread. He told himself, I wanted some of that. <laughs> so he started keeping his milk money that was supposed to buy his milk at school to put, and he wanted to put it into the basket on Sunday. A few weeks later, he asked the neighbor who took him to this church if he could go up for some of that stuff. The neighbor told him no, saying, you must be saved. So a few months later, after saving a bunch of money, he got dunked into a tub of water and was saved. <laughs> now, he never really understood the whole thing about tithing. But in 1996, when he was a young man, he was introduced to the science of mind teachings from Reverend Michael Beckwith at Agape International in Los, mm. uh, Los Angeles, California. This started him to think about his spiritual path. And for the next 10 years, his path took him to a Unity Church in West Palm Beach, Florida, and then to a spiritual center in Cincinnati, Ohio. And it was in Cincinnati that again, he was introduced to tithing. Well, we were both sitting at a Sunday service and I decided to write a tithing check for an amount of money we did not have at the time. But something propelled me to put down the amount. Robert turned to me and said, we don't have that much money to cover that check. I could tell he was dreadful and apprehensive, but I had a strong conviction and a faith that the money would be there by the time the check would be deposited. I told him, don't worry about it. He went to work that Monday following thinking that he needed to come up with the money to cover the check his wife, me, just wrote. <laughs> when he went out to get the mail that evening after work, by golly, there was a check to cover that amount plus some extra money. He ran to the bank the next morning and deposited the check. It was here that he realized the power of the mind and, and the power of tithing. Ever since then, we started what he likes to call the art of tithing. And be, since we started that, we've never had any money problems again. I personally went out on a limb that morning when I wrote that check, when I put that amount down, knowing that my husband would object. 
but we had been practicing science of mind for a few years, and I had perfect faith that my life was unfolding with ease and grace, and I have been holding a strong conviction that spirit always provides us with all that we need. I can honestly say that spirit has always been there for us in times of need. I love what Ernest Holmes writes, faith has been recognized as a power throughout the ages, whether it be faith in God, faith in one's fellow men, in oneself, or in what one is doing. The idea that faith has only to do with our religious experiences is a mistake, Ernest Holmes tells us. He says, faith is a faculty of the mind that finds its highest expression in the religious attitude, but always in the man who has faith in his own ability accomplishes far more than the one who has no confidence in himself. Those who have great faith have great power. So you see, to me, I incorporated in my thinking that it, life is simple, that it is meant to be simple and not complex. And the simple life moves life forward with ease and with grace. With faith, faith, there is no anxiety, doubts, or fears. It might take a little bit of going out on a limb. <laughs> and so it is. Thank you, Reverend Teresa, for that example of using the science of mind to show how tithing works for you and your husband, Robert. Thank you all the listeners for joining us on this podcast. This podcast is called Dynamic Living the transformative power of miracles. And I am H. Jerry Lawson from Miracle Center for Spiritual Living at 2653 South Taylor Road in Cleveland Heights, Ohio. Our website is mcslcleveland.org. And if you would like to donate to support our podcast, you can do so at our website. Our next podcast will be available in two or three weeks from another of our practitioners or ministers. This is H. Jerry Lawson signing off from the Dynamic Living Podcast. So until next time, think about the transformative power of miracles.